Good morning, Pensacola. Andrew McKay and the Pensacola Morning News starts right now. News Radio 92.3. I'm Andrew McKay. It's the Pensacola Morning News. Good to have you on this uh, Thursday morning. Bright and sunny. Love that. Uh, Lisa Newell is the publisher of the Gulf Breeze News. She joins us every Thursday at about this time to preview the paper. Hey, Lisa, welcome back to the show. Hey, good morning. And you're right. It is sunny and beautiful. I just hope the weather stays that way for this weekend because there's a lot going on this weekend. Looks like the giraffe is right and the groundhog liar is wrong. So, okay, I'll take it. Um, we got a, We got a new park ranger in Gulf Breeze? Yeah, which is really cool because you don't think about Gulf Breeze as needing a park ranger. But, you know, Gulf Breeze has 12 parks. Yeah. And the Shoreline Park launch is very, very popular. And there's always, you know, all kinds of activities in the uh, the, the areas where we've got playgrounds and uh, swing sets. And you've got uh, little bayous that you can use for paddling, things like that. So uh, Gulf Breeze hired a park ranger, first time they've done this. And he is a native of Australia, mate. Uh, so <laughs> he is now on the job patrolling, uh, actually you know, making sure that people understand what the rules are, also introducing them to local um, wildlife and uh, explaining to them what the flowers are and the trees are. But he uh, wasn't even on the job very long before he was just patrolling. He happened to see some smoke coming out of someone's um, air conditioning unit. Hmm. and was able to avert a tragedy by doing that. He's also a volunteer firefighter. So he's got a whole list of things in his background. He's supposedly a failed retiree, someone who just couldn't do it. And uh, so he's on the job and loves it, and it's really adding a lot to the experience for the people who visit the park. No, that makes perfect sense, and you're right. There are certainly enough facilities to justify the position. That makes sense to me. I hadn't heard that, so that's kind of cool. We also have a new city council member selected on Monday, right? We did. We do, yes. You know, Todd Torgerson resigned his position over that intrusive financial disclosure form six that they have to do. So he said, you know, I'm, I'm out. So he's not going to do that anymore. However, the city council, according to charter, was able to appoint someone. And the, uh, the, the candidates narrowed down to two, both of whom very, very well qualified. The vote was just a squeaker. But uh, Brittany Simpson was selected. She will be sworn in. I think she wants to schedule it with the city hall so that her family can attend. She has an excellent resume. She's been very active in community uh, affairs so far and is very, very nice. So I'm looking forward to uh, uh, seeing how she impacts the city council. And then uh, some other people have indicated that they were interested in being appointed to the position, but instead they might wait until the election. Right. And therefore, they will run for that. So, yeah, it should be an interesting election cycle, that's for sure. Meanwhile, today at the uh, county commission meeting, we're going to have a discussion about tourism corridors for beautification and a uh, a teeny tiny little flag on a teeny tiny little flagpole, right? Well, you know, James Calkins, he's always uh, coming up with these different ideas, and one of them is that he was really inspired <laughs> is, by the big that flag. is the most euphemistic way to say that sentence I could imagine. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. 
James Calkins is well, sometimes coming up with some interesting ideas. So, yes, here we go. Go on. Yes, right. So the big flag that's at Gander RV inspired him to ask, what would be the biggest flag in the state? And why doesn't Santa Rosa County make an, make an effort to go and get the biggest flag in the state? So now they are spending their time working on that. <laughs> I'm aware. Yes, they are. <laughs> I'm aware. Yeah. No, I, yes, what I was surprised, are. what I was surprised by when we talked to, um, uh, Devan Cook is uh, his estimate was 150 grand for the installation and about 10 grand per flag. And they're going to have to replace it two or three times a year. So yes, we'll see what good. they do today. Uh, Tiger yeah. Point, uh, Tiger Point had its own Mardi Gras or has, is having its own Mardi Gras parade. Yeah. That's well, interesting. Well, yeah, they have a lot of uh, golf carts down there. They decorated them. And oh, cool. And went on a little parade. A little, yeah, really fun. That's just one of the first parades I'm aware of. Um, I guess Navarre had their parade last Saturday. Mm-hmm. And they're, this weekend, of course, big parades, Pensacola, Pensacola Beach. Uh, there's all kinds of stuff going on this weekend. Tons of stuff going on. Absolutely. So, and, of course, the Super Bowl, which I'm sure you've heard of. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a football game, though, right? It's something like that. I think In between the be commercials, they play game. football, yeah. right? As Taylor Swift might be there, <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, we have lots of stuff coming up this yes. weekend. Uh, you also in the paper have the uh, the bridge, double bridge run results, uh, the girls and boys soccer. I mean, it's like all kinds of stuff. We do. We actually do have a lot of stuff on there. Post a great calendar of events, and of course, we have some awesome ads that you should look at. Because you might want to go shopping or buy a house or whatever this weekend. Great weekend to do it. There's That's your pitch forevermore. Buy the Gulf Breeze News. We've got some cool ads. Uh, Lisa Newell, she is the we publisher. You, I know you do. I know. <laughs> she is the publisher of the Gulf Breeze News. Joins us on Thursday to give us a preview of the paper. Lisa, as always, thank you for the time. And I will see you in the breeze. I will see you in the breeze, too. Happy Mardi Gras. Happy Mardi Gras. 816 on News Radio 92.3. Jake's got traffic on the fives. So happy Mardi Gras is a thing, right? Like, I I don't really hear people say that much. Don't ask that question. Okay, sorry. Yes. Okay, all right, all right. Yes. My wife asked me that. She's like, is that a thing? Um, All right, so looking around town here. How how long have you guys lived here? Four uh, years? Five. Five years? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> Go I'm on. a homebody. Uh, I-110 southbound at Cervantes. Uh, that exit there, we have debris in the roadway just before that exit, so please use caution getting by there. And East Burgess Road getting by West Florida High School, slow in both directions from the school zone there. Otherwise, around town, we're looking pretty good. Uh, if you're coming out of Milton this morning on Highway 90 through Pace, I don't see any accidents reported. And uh, Highway 29 South or Cantonment is flowing smoothly. If you do see anything out there slowing you down, you can always call or text our traffic tip line. That's 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. Hey, if you're thinking about buying or selling a house, your first house, your fifth house, a, a, a fifth house, you know, if you have a bunch of them, whatever the case may be, Christina Leavenworth and her team at Leavenworth Realty are fantastic at this. They sold 175 homes last year, so they do okay. They know how to do this. Um She recently said something, and I just never thought about it until she said it, but she was on Pep Talk with Jake, which is why I appreciate her appearances there, because she brings up stuff that I never would have thought about. She said, you know, um, married people sometimes don't stay married, and when they don't stay married, they have to sell the house, and it's not like you're going to each have your own realtor. 
I mean, but you don't always agree about stuff. That's why you're not staying married anymore. And so what do you do in that situation? Well, it's very important in that situation to have somebody that you can trust and somebody who's going to be neutral and somebody who's going to really get you the best value for your home and sometimes navigate the tricky waters of dealing with the couple that's going through that change. And she had somebody, I guess, kind of came to him and said, you know, hey, can you handle this one time? And she's like, well, you know, let's learn. And since then, they have gone through trainings and all kinds of stuff to really learn how to do that particular and challenging process. Well, um, same thing for like estates, you know, dealing with somebody who's passed away. These are challenging things, and sometimes parties disagree. So anyway, the point is she goes above and beyond all the time to learn how to handle even difficult situations, and that's why you know she's a good resource to go to. 723-9158 for Christina Leavenworth and her team at Leavenrinke Realty. Delicious seafood is what you'll find at David's Catfish House. David's Catfish serves only the best Mississippi catfish, fresh Gulf seafood, and delicious homemade sides. Weekday specials include two times Tuesday, six free shrimp added to the six-piece dinner. Wednesdays offer lunch basket specials and everyone's favorite, Shrimp-tastic Thursday, five bucks off all-you-can-eat shrimp. Serving fresh seafood daily. Visit David's Catfish House on Dogwood Drive in Milton and New Warrington Road in Pensacola. See you at David's. Over $6 billion in tax refunds were flagged by the IRS for possible identity theft in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Their U.S.-based restoration specialists are dedicated to helping solve identity theft issues, and all plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package, which means if you lose money because of identity theft, LifeLock will reimburse you to the limits of your plan. Go to LifeLock.com and save up to 25% your first year with promo code CLAY. Valerie's House, a special place that helps children and families work through the loss of a loved one together. The mission of Valerie's House is to ensure no child will have to grieve alone. This year's class of Leadership Pensacola has adopted Valerie's House for a special project to enhance the home's grounds to make it more accommodating for kids and families. Please consider helping with a donation. Find out more at catcountry987.com. Valerie's House has made such an impact on me and helped me get through so many things. Thank you from Valerie's House and the Leadership Pensacola class of 2024. News Radio 92.3 AM 1620 is accepting applications for employment. Periodically, we have openings in sales, business, news, promotions, engineering, production, and programming. We'll keep your application for consideration when such an opening occurs. We also provide internships for qualified students. Apply online at News Radio 92.3 or at our studios at 7251 Plantation Road between 8.30 a.m. and 5.30 p.m. ADX Communications is an equal opportunity employer. The Dave Ramsey Show, weeknights 7 to 10, before WEAR TV News on News Radio 923. Informative, local, dependable. Pizza, pizza. So a lot of stuff going on at the Escambia County Commission meeting today. We talked about it extensively with Wes Moreno earlier this morning. Uh, they're going to vote on lifeguard towers for the Perdido Key Beach. You know, three towers for $244,000. And then staffing, to me, is going to be the challenge for that. He says, well, we'll find, we'll figure out a way. We always do. And I'm like, okay. I know that staffing out of Pensacola Beach is always like, you know, we're just barely doing enough to get it. Because there's all these rules about how old you got to be and what your schedule can be and how many hours you can work because a lot of times it's high schoolers, okay? And then college kids who go off to college and are not full-time there all the time. It just There's challenges, okay? And so though I applaud the effort to try to put some kind of guard presence out at Perdido Key Beach, um, this is now 
sort of a problem created by Commissioner Bragash expanding public access and the whole 75-foot thing and all that. Or, yeah, 75, 25, 75 foot. Anyway, um, and I just worry, my worry is that an effort to create lifeguard presence at Perdido Key Beach might diminish lifeguard presence at Casino Beach, you know, the real moneymaker for the county. It's not like public safety has to pick which beach to be at. I, I mean, I get it. we got to pr- protect them both. I'm just... I worry that it's too much of a, hey, let's do this. And, well, what's the plan for getting there? And I don't know the answer to that. But we'll hear at the meeting today. Uh, OLF8, we got two offers now on the table. You know, one has kind of come back and another one that's been in development with Fred Hemmer. Uh, the Delta Concrete Crushing Facility is scheduled to get, we hope, I hope, final approval on Burgess. They're there. They've moved because of, uh, you know, FDOT had to buy a bunch of the right-of-way around I-10 because that's widening to three lanes in either direction all the way from the border of Alabama through out of Santa Rosa County. Um, and that part of that expansion and eventually the redesign of the intersection with US-29 means that they had to buy out a bunch of property, including homeowners on the south side, north of West Florida High School, and then Delta Concrete Crushing, their, their facility is part of that. So they had to move. We'll see if they get approved. I hope they will. Um, there's new 54 townhome development supposed to get approved called Cedar Village in north of Creighton and west of Lanier. That, I tell you, that little, I went driving there with my son the other day because he's learning how to drive and I always take him you know, take them in a parking lot first and then take them on residential streets next and then you eventually get them out on the regular roads. And that's the level he's at right now is those kind of, you know, residential areas just go slow and learn. And we were driving past there and I knew there was, um, was it Captain's Cove, I think is the one that came in there last year. But there's, I I don't know, 200 maybe, 100 already, plus this one going in in that vicinity that you... Just wouldn't have thought, hey, we can dump, you know, a thousand people into this part of town. Well, but that's how we're doing everywhere. I mean, everywhere that there's space, they're building homes, you know. 437-1620, he also said the Perdido Key, uh, sorry, the Perdido boat ramp the, uh, is like 85% complete, likely to get done within maybe a month or so. And uh, so we'll see about that. Plus, one of the it's more interesting one that's on the agenda for today, it may be a nothing and it may be good popcorn material, uh, but there is a formality where the board is going to say whether they approve the reappointment of medical examiner Deanna Oleski to her position. Now, I think probably the decision of to reappoint her is going to depend more on what the state attorney says and you know what the um, law enforcement agencies say than what the counties say. Um, but, you know, Escambia County, let's just say um, the commissioners have not had the best of relationships with Deanna Oleski for a variety of reasons, but, I mean, this has just been a... Uh, cluster for a while, and uh, so I hope that that goes well, or maybe is nothing. But that's why you watch the meeting to see what's going to happen. Uh, Eight twenty-four on News Radio ninety-two-three. Uh, Steve is in the newsroom this morning with our headlines. Steve. Well, it looks like the Senate's going to try again today to pass an age aid package for Israel and the Ukraine. Senate Republicans blocked the foreign aid package yesterday because it was part of a border security bill they claimed wouldn't do enough to crack down on illegal migrants. Scientists at Stanford University are working on a blood test that could potentially save millions of lives by detecting cancer much earlier than before. They say the samples are far larger than what Theranos was doing before that company tanked. And then they're also insisting they're able to show results. Well, with the Super Bowl coming up on Sunday, most are looking forward to seeing the commercials, football played between the commercials, the halftime show, and now there's something else they're looking forward to. Gamblers now have the opportunity to mix sports and politics. Bet Online Marketplace is offering 
a variety of politically charged Super Bowl prop bets. Who before it's before Sunday's big game, and here's some of the popular bets. Uh, it includes uh, ten to one odds that Taylor Swift will endorse President Biden after the Chiefs win the game, or if more people watch the Super Bowl or vote in the 2024 election. And here's another one: if Usher will say Biden's name during his performance, and finally, if there are any jokes during the game or commercials about either Biden or Trump during the game. <laughs> I don't know which one uh, more people would get into as far as betting. Uh, I, I'll tell you that, you know, the thing about allowing prop bets of this kind as opposed to just score, yeah. but of will things happen, money and mathematics work really well to give you very good probabilities on things. The, the open market on gambling is actually a really good indicator of the likelihood of something because it's kind of this aggregated willingness to bet with your own money on the likelihood. And, you know, so if they say it's a 10 to 1 odds, and I mean, that, that means there's about a, what, 9% chance, right, that she's going to actually uh, do this. So, Steve, thanks so much for the update. I just think it's fascinating what you can learn about the world and what people think about it based on these, you know, odd bets, not the over-unders and mar- win margin, that kind of stuff. Uh, Jake's got our traffic on the fives. Jake? What if Taylor comes out and is like, ah, I'm, I'm for Michelle Obama for president? Like, <laughs> I don't know. There, there's been talk of that uh, around the uh, the sandbox. Uh, I-110 southbound at Cervantes. Uh, at that exit there, we, we're seeing some debris in the roadway, so just use caution getting by that area. And uh, if you're headed out by West Florida High School this morning on East Burgess Road, we do have some uh, slow traffic in both directions from the school zone there. Otherwise, Highway 98 through Gulf Breeze and Navarre and Windhaven is looking good now. Highway 29 south through Cantonment is accident-free. Chase Street, Gregory Street, Garden Street, Palafox, all checking in clear. If you see anything out there slowing you down, you can always call or text our traffic tip line that's 437-1620 i'm jake walker with traffic on the fives oh this is a good one speaking of taylor swift the uh what's the over under on the number of times taylor swift will be seen on camera that's got to be a bet that has, yeah. that has to be a bet i'm saying I'm, at I, least 10 I, through the it, whole game you, you know what it really depends on it really depends on whether uh travis kelsey makes a lot of plays or not mm. or whether they even throw to him. Because, like, like, you know, in the last game, he got so many catches that, you know, they're going to her all the time, like celebrating your man. Um, I don't know mm-hmm. if they go to her when he drops a ball because he's had a problem with that during the <laughs> season, just not during the last game. So I, my, my guess on something like that, I, I think it's lower. I'd say six. Okay. But, you know, that's kind of an interesting we'll see, question. Sir. Oh, by the way, uh, she sold one of her planes, you know, because she's got two. The nice one and the and you know the station wagon, um, because you know when you're super rich you got to have two planes. Why wouldn't you? I'm not judging. I'm just saying that's a byproduct of being mega wealthy. Uh, what I thought was fascinating about this story is you know they connected it in time because it happens to be happening around the same time as this story about the student who tracks the planes all that. I don't think it's related to that. What I did think was fascinating and kind of caught me by surprise a little bit was that um, it says in the story this is from Fox News. Um, that she recently flew from Sao Paulo, Brazil, to Kansas City. That's her biggest trip to date, using 4,151 gallons of fuel, costing an estimated $23,000. That's according to the Daily Mail. And a uh, spokesman for Swift said the star was working to travel less frequently than she has in the past. And this is what the uh, spokes... They say spokesperson. That's not a word. Um, Anyway, uh, before the tour kicked off in March of 2023, Taylor purchased more than double the carbon credits needed to offset all tour travel. People are really buying this bleep. (laughs) Just like, really? But it's such a... 
it's such an elitist thing. I mean, I I hate to say that about Taylor Swift because she's generally so much not like that. But so if you're wealthy enough, you can buy the carbon credits to offset your bad behavior and somebody somewhere is going to plant some trees. And, you know, like just it just it's amazing to me that that's a real thing that people actually believe that's good and that oh, I'll just pay my way out of this ticket for, you know, because if you really believe that it's killing the planet. I mean, if that's what you really, really believe, that breathing and farting and driving cars is killing the planet, okay, you don't just pay off the ticket. You stop the behavior, right? And you can't assuage the guilt for contributing to the problem you believe in by saying, well, Schmel, I made enough money to pay off the ticket. Like, that's... The whole concept of carbon offsets is so nuts to me. Not because you believe in global climate change. I mean, that we can argue about. But the idea that if you really believe in it so badly that the way you're going to solve the problem is by, you know, again, paying the carbon fine. Must you really not believe you're destroying the planet? Because that's the issue. Fox News, I'm Therese Crowley. All five U.S. Marines aboard a heavy lift helicopter that went missing in a California storm are confirmed dead this morning. Their chopper found near Pine Valley, California, never made it to the base at Miramar, north of San Diego. The bodies being recovered. Supreme Court hears the appeal of Donald Trump's lawyers, whether the 14th Amendment insurrection ban enacted to keep Confederate officers out of the government can be used to keep Donald Trump off the ballot. Maine and many states with similar moves are watching. Another presidential candidate, spiritual author Marianne Williamson, ends her Democrat primary challenge to Joe Biden. We could to shed some light in some very darkened times. For that, I will always be so grateful. Trader Joe's issuing a recall for its frozen rice pilaf over rocks in the pilaf. One customer had a dental injury. America is listening to Fox News. Good morning. It's 831, 51 degrees and sunny right now. I'm Steve Taylor for News Radio Pensacola. Just before this evening's Escambia County Commission meeting, there's now a second offer on the table for the OLF8 property in Beulah. On Tuesday, an offer came in from Precision Capital, appearing to offer $20 million for the near for nearly the entire property. According to the offer letter, a portion of green space would be given back to the county for a park and a school. The Escambia County Commissioners want to hold back 250 acres for the sole purpose of of job creation. There's also the OLF-8 and Beulah master plan to consider. Allowable uses, it speaks to the finishings of the housing and and even the retail stores and you know the drainage design and uh, just encompasses a whole large list of, of criteria there with the, with the plan. County Administrator Wes Moreno talked with Channel 3. Last month, Beulah Town Center LLC sent a revised offer of $20 million for the 290 acres. It appears that Pensacola is not going to play host to a SpaceX splashdown this time. After undocking from the International Space Station yesterday morning, the Dragon spacecraft is now scheduled to splash down in the Atlantic Ocean tomorrow morning. According to Studio 850, the Gulf recovery ship that had been hanging out in the Panhandle Gulf waters the last few days has returned to Tampa Bay. Escambia Sheriff Chip Simmons says he's allowing his deputies more leeway when it comes to high-speed chases, particularly with stolen cars. Just in the last week, there have been two chases stopped, and in one of them, stolen guns were recovered. We do cancel chases. I'm not saying we don't cancel a chase. Right. We're not doing it. We're not running until the wheels fall off. 
Uh, but but I, what I told them, the real big change is if we can chase them, we can bump them. And so we're, we're going ahead and bumping these, these cars and getting these bad guys off the streets. Simmons says sometimes suspects will request to speak to a supervisor after they've been arrested, believing that deputies are not allowed to bump them. The Florida Supreme Court has until April the 1st to either approve or reject the proposed ballot referendum on abortion rights in Florida. Yesterday, the justices heard arguments from both sides. The state of Florida believes the proposed language is too vague and intentionally misleading. It promises that after the amendment... Quote, no law shall prohibit, penalize, delay, or restrict abortion in either of two circumstances, before viability or when necessary to protect the patient's health. And in point of fact, federal law, the Partial Birth Abortion Ban Act, already does restrict abortion in both these circumstances and would continue to do so. The group Floridians Protecting Freedom has already collected the amount of signatures necessary. If approved, it would appear on November's ballot as Amendment 4. Well, it's nice and sunny outside. Let's check the forecast from Channel 3. This is meteorologist Brooke Richardson with your first morning weather update. We will have partly cloudy skies today with a high near 65 degrees. Overnight tonight, temperatures dropping near 56. For Friday, small chance of rain, mostly cloudy skies, high near 68. Friday night, temperatures drop near 60 degrees. We'll have a small chance of rain on Saturday, 30% chance of a stray shower, high near 70 degrees, and Saturday night temperatures dropping near 60. Stay connected to Channel 3 News First Warning Weather Team. Download the WEAR-TV weather app. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Warning Weather Center. Thanks, Brooke. Right now, let's check in with Jake Walker for Traffic on the Fives. This traffic report is brought to you by Fresh from Florida. At uh, I-110 southbound at the exit for Cervantes, we have some debris in the roadway there. Also, uh, getting by West Florida High School on East Burgess Road this morning, a little bit slow in both directions from the school zone there. Otherwise, around town, we're not looking too bad. Uh, Highway 98 through Gulf Breeze and Navarre is flowing smoothly. Highway 29 South through Cantonment is accident-free. And if you're coming out of Milton this morning on Highway 90, um, getting through pace. I don't see any accidents along that way there. And uh, Chase Street, Gregor Street, Garden Street, Palafox, all checking in clear this morning. Uh, if you do see anything out there, you can always let us know on the traffic tip line. That's 437-1620. Meal planning is work, so let Fresh from Florida help. Learn what's in season and browse hundreds of recipes at freshfromflorida.com. Eat healthier with Fresh from Florida. There's sunshine in every bite. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. Thanks, Jake. Right now, sunny at 51 in Pensacola, 49 in Gulf Breeze, and 47 degrees in Milton at 8.30. The next news is at 9, breaking news anytime. Right now, let's check out what's happening in the financial world. This is your Money Now on News Radio Pensacola. Amazon may soon show you the name of the, and the photo of the person who's delivering your package. The information reports it's part of a test and protecting the company's flex delivery drivers. Amazon is also going to provide those drivers with Amazon branded stickers and lights to put on their cars since they often use their own vehicles. That move is likely in response to a report last year saying flex drivers have been threatened after being mistaken for intruders. At the opening bell, the Dow Jones average is up about 15 points at 38,692. The S&P 500 up 0.24 at 4,995. NASDAQ is up 14 points at 15,771. That's your money on News Radio Pensacola. Informative, local, and dependable. Why is Bray Jewelers the best place to buy an engagement ring? Come in and see our selection. I promise you, we have more diamond engagement rings than you'll see anywhere in the panhandle of Florida. But it's what you do for people that they don't expect 
that they remember the little things that we do. We want to deliver special experiences for you at Beret. We love doing what we do and we love making people happy. We want every person that walks into the store to feel like you're part of our family. I want everybody to have an amazing experience at Beret Jewelers. Join Stephen Schmidt, Marine Service Technology Instructor at Georgetown Technical College on the Pensacola Expert Panel tomorrow at 10 a.m. Key Marine Center is sponsoring the show. When Key Marine needs to hire Marine Service technicians, they hire students from Georgetown Technical College. It's a dream team, so join them tomorrow at 10 a.m. on the Pensacola Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. Serving overseas was just the beginning. We might be home from war, but our mission continues in communities all across the country. It's why we're out there in times of peace and crisis, providing meals to the hungry and supplies to the sick. It's why we're giving strength to those who are too weak and bringing resources to those without them. Service doesn't stop when we're done serving. It's what makes us the VFW. Learn more at vfw.org. News Radio Pensacola. Your home for informative, local, and dependable news and talk. Start your mornings off with the award winning Pensacola Morning News with Andrew McKay. Followed by the Pensacola Expert Panel with Jake. Then get informed and laugh from 11 till 2 with Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins. Followed by the Guy Benson Show. Your afternoon drive is anchored by Pensacola Right Now with Joe and Austin. Followed by Dave Ramsey. It's News Radio Pensacola. Heard on 92.3, 95.3, and AM 1620. Everybody was kung fu. <laughs> I admire your deductive processes. Ooh, yeah. Um, I'm going to have to go ahead and sort of disagree with you there. Oh, idiot. Food fight! Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. This conversation can serve no purpose anymore. Goodbye. All right, I'm going to tell you in advance. I'll tell you in advance. This one's a little bit gross. Okay, it just is. It's a little bit gross, but it's one that you will all understand and relate to. All right? Jake, you have dogs? Uh, used to. Okay. Grew up with them. Okay. Um, you know, in the last like couple of decades, it's become mandatory as an act of civil service that if you walk your dog, you pick up after your dog. Right. Okay. Uh, the number one is okay to leave that be. We don't pick that up. I'm not sure who makes these rules, but that's the rule. Okay. I mean, I don't even know what you would do. Uh, but the uh, the number two, that's got to go with you, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not I to, like not to come up with a slogan. I like that slogan. Number two, got to go with you. All right. So here's my question. Um, when you clean up that, mm-hmm. the way you do it is you take out a bag, right? Mm-hmm. A bag that is, let's just say, the consistency of the, um, I don't know, the apple bag at the at supermarket, right? It's not the thickest thing in the world, right? but it's not super thin either. It's just mm-hmm. a, you, know. you can still feel things through. There you go. That's right. Okay. And then you put it over your hand like a glove, right? Typical strategy. Mm-hmm. And then with your now encased hand in bag, you reach over and you grab yourself some stuff, <laughs> right? <laughs> Hopefully yeah. you grab it all. Um, and then you do the invert trick. You pull the bag up over, you tie it. Mm-hmm. And then you figure out where to go with that somewhere appropriate. Mm-hmm. Here's my question. How clean is that hand? How clean is your bag hand? <laughs> 437 1620. 437 1620. Uh, when you get home, 
Do you feel the need to wash the bag hand? When you get home, do you feel like, I mean, it's all fine. You know, if you need to scratch your eye, do you scratch with a non-bag hand while you're on the walk? If you got to answer the phone, do you answer with a non-bag hand? Or is it okay to use the bag hand on your phone? Just how clean do you think the bag hand is after you've taken care of um, business? 437-1620, Because I will tell you that I, I don't know why... I don't know how these things happen, but human psychology is funny. My sense of my hands being clean or dirty is like an always thing. I I somehow have this tracking mechanism. It's almost like, you know, when you're watching football and you're watching a game and you're like, you just kind of know it's third down, even if without looking. Like, I know my hand is dirty, even though it's not dirty, dirty. I mean, it's not covered in filters, but I just kind of know I've done things with it lately that aren't so clean and it's yet to be cleaned. Like, your brain tracks that, right? Or, no, it's clean. I don't need to wash it. I'm, I'm ready to go. Give me an apple. I'm good, okay? Oh. For- <laughs> oh. So, after you do your civic duty, you take it with you, are you ready to eat an apple with that hand? Are you ready to go to KFC? Are you ready to suck on your thumb? Are you ready to go to KFC? What are you, what are you prepared to do? <laughs> Finger looking good. And, you know, it's funny because you might be like, no, it needs to be washed. Or, no, it doesn't really need to be washed. But I don't know that I would lick it with my... Okay, well, you know, that's an answer. 437-1620. Jake? Now, you're a germaphobe to begin with, right? So I I, I bet I know your answer is... Picture me fully clothed in the shower crying like at the end of the crying game. (laughs) Uh, That's the reason why I don't have dogs because I live in an apartment. And, uh, yeah, even if I had the thickest plastic bag between me and that poo... I am full body showering afterward. I cannot, I can't do it. Well, so it's a good thing for you not have dogs because that would be impractical for you. 437-1620. Let's go to the text. We're getting a bunch of them. If you don't barehand it, you're not a man. Well, if that's the line, count me out. I'm just, Sorry, dog. Man, wow. What? Wow. I just don't ever invite me over for dinner. 437-1620. It's clean. Your hand is clean but you're going to wash it anyway. And that's where I am. I, I think, I mean, rationally, look, how how much toxic material would I trust to protect my hand from what's on the other side? I mean, the doggy bag is not exactly like to the caliber of your latex glove, right? It's not quite Mm-mm. real barrier. But, you know, and I mean, you ever you ever thaw meat out? Like in the in the sink in the cold water, mm-hmm. okay. And the problem with doing that is that there's always water gets in through the plastic. You know, it's a little <laughs> bit porous, right? Like you know, a plastic bag is not sealed forever and ever. Amen. Nothing gets through. But you know, particle size matters. Four, three, seven, sixteen, twenty. Let's see. Uh, wash the hand. Somebody says. Somebody else says. Technically, your hand is clean, but I'd still wash it. Either way, somebody says. Who doesn't carry hand sanitizer? Still? Aren't we two years past that now? I don't care, hand sanitizer. Also, hand sanitizer just means that the poo's been alcoholized, right? Right. It's still there. The particles that's, are I don't want to lick that finger. If, if I think, and I don't want to lick it after hand sanitizer, but, you know, I mean, that still seems to me like you're kind of, you're not quite there in the cleanliness. Uh, somebody here says, um, oh, this is a good question for another day, though. This is a good one. This is, this is a good side question. Somebody says, once you have the dog bag, do you feel comfortable putting your dog's poo bag in the trash can in front of somebody else's house. Mm. 
I will tell you I do not, and the only reason is not because I think that's a bad I think that's a good idea, but I do not because I had a run-in with a person one time, and now they scared me off. They're crazy scared me off, so I just, you know, okay, I'm not going to deal with all that. 437-1620, uh, it's clean enough to go home and make some meatloaf. <laughs> oh. That means your hands are all all up in it. Oh. oh yeah, I, don't, I mean, I can't argue rationally. I think you're right. I think it's clean, but... <laughs> yeah. Jake's got traffic on the fives. Yeah. Even when I scoop the cat litter, at I still wash wash my hands. I, it's just no. You touch the scoop. The scoop. You're not even yeah. touching anything. Yeah. You're just touching the handle of the scoop. I mean, if I walk into a dirty truck stop bathroom, I feel like I need to shower. Even mm-hmm. if I don't use the restroom, I, I walk I straight out. And I'm like, Ugh, I'm dirty. There's that sense I've been in an unclean place, <laughs> therefore I'm unclean, right? Yes. Yeah. We are pilgrims in an unholy land. <laughs> Uh, right. Uh, I-110 southbound at the exit for Cervantes. Uh, we do have some debris in the roadway reported there. Also, uh, some slow traffic getting by West Florida High School on East Burgess Road from the school zone there, but that's actually starting to clear up. Looking around town here, if my map would refresh, we've got Highway 98 through Gulf Breeze and Navarre looking good. Highway 90 south, uh, or I'm, I'm sorry, Highway 90 coming out of Milton uh, through Pace is clear, and Highway 29 south through Cantonment is accident-free. If you do see anything out there on the roadway slowing you down, you can always call or text our traffic tip line. That's 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with traffic on the fives as I go wash my hands. <laughs> Just as a precautionary. for the, No, I, I'm actually, I'm dead serious about asking this question. Okay. Does us just talking about it make you feel like you need to go wash your hands? It it does. <laughs> it does. My brain is associated well, okay, with the thing. Okay, so the other day, I have to say this real quick. Go on. I saw a neighbor of mine walking her dog, mm-hmm. and it was it was a little rainy. It was kind of you know oh, misting outside. That's bad. Go on. Barefoot, walking through the area where everybody walks their dogs. She picked up the oh. poo, threw it in the can, walked back into her apartment. Didn't even wipe her feet. <laughs> now, you know the poo residue. But the dog the did the same, right? Well, the dog did the same, and that's another reason why she I don't know have better a dog. dog. Yeah. Well, right? I'm, she I, knows her place. That's <laughs> no comment. But, but you know I'm that, out. and I, not to be into the details here, but you know you don't always get it all, right? No, you don't. Especially if it's on blades of grass. I'm just, you know. That's what I'm saying. Not yeah. to get into the details too much. Okay, so the, the question of the day is, if you're just joining us, the <laughs> frivolous question of the day is, um, when you are following along and doing your civic duty with your dog who has gone, you know, the one you clean up and you put your hand in the bag and you grab the stuff and you uh, you reverse spool the bag around it and you tie it up and throw it away, um, does your hand need washing or would you eat with that hand? Would you lick those fingers? How, how clean is that hand? You know, is bag hand still clean or is not clean? And my answer is I rationally believe it's clean, but I still wash it. Four three seven sixteen twenty. Uh, somebody says, uh, with how dirty and nasty my life was as a Marine, it does not matter. Mm. Somebody here says, well, you know, there could be a hole in the bag, so yuck. Oh, mm, thanks for that. Somebody says, uh, simple dog poo pickup since you carry a bag or bag. Why not just carry a, uh, a rubber, um, a nitrile rubber glove and, before putting it in the bag? Uh, too much work. I'm just, you know, somebody here says, uh, I don't have a dog. I'm a cat woman. I clean the litter box every night with gloves and I still wash my hands. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. Uh, poo goes into my trash can only. That's the answer to the other question. Somebody else says it's too early in the morning for this gross topic. <laughs> but you know, you all walk your dogs and you're all going to think about it. And I want you to think about it. When you walk down the street on a leash with the warm bag, who is the owner and who is being owned? <laughs> <laughs> 
That's that's oh, a good point. That's the worst too. Is what it's like. Good point. Oh, uh, it's still it's like cold day. It's warm in my head. No, you don't want to hold it that way. Uh, somebody says, "Well, can you smell it through the bag? If so, then wash your hand." And guess what? You can. Yep. Mm, that's not the answer anybody wants. 848 on News Radio 923. So happy Thursday to you. That's going to be with you all day. Sorry. It was Jake's idea. It wasn't. No, it uh, wasn't. <laughs> hey, if you're 64 turning 65 or you're retiring, you're going to change insurance. I'm touching my coffee mug with my hand and thinking I'm not clean because of all this stuff. <laughs> the brain is funny, man. The brain is just weird. Anyway, if you're 64 turning 65 or you're retiring, you're going to transition over onto Medicare, and you might wonder, well, you know, how does that work, and what's involved, and is it difficult or easy? And, you know, listen, it's not that hard, but you have questions, and Ricky Stewart, she's got answers. Uh, what's Medicare Advantage? What is supplement? What is the prescription drug coverage? What is Medicaid, and does that apply to me? Good questions. All of them with very simple answers. It's no stress. Give her a call. Her whole family does insurance. It's the one part she does. She's a longtime friend. She's good people. You're going to love her. I mean, honestly, she's such a sweetie. 341-2185 for Ricky Stewart Insurance. Picture this. A romantic range date at Santa Rosa Shooting Center with the latest and greatest firearms from Jim's Firearms. From tactical accessories to concealed carry purses and classes, Jim's Firearms has everything you need to make this Valentine's Day truly explosive. Purchase any firearm until Valentine's Day at Jim's Firearms and you'll receive a complimentary range date from Santa Rosa Shooting Center. Share the thrill and make memories that'll last a lifetime. Visit Jim's Firearms today. Located at the corner of Serena Road and Blue Angel Parkway and online at jimsfirearms.net. Resetting your password, unsubscribing from emails, printing anything. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with an auto owner's insurance independent agent, getting the right coverage for your business doesn't have to be one of them. So you can get back to more important things, like learning how that printer works. That's simple human sense. Ask Rushing Insurance in Pensacola and Daphne if auto owners make sense for you. Hey, Joe Montana here. Back in my football days, I knew the importance of a strong defense. Now I'm sharing how you can help defend your health against pneumococcal pneumonia, a bacterial lung disease that can be life-threatening. If you're 65 or older or 19 or older with certain chronic conditions like diabetes or asthma, you're at increased risk. Talk to your doctor or pharmacist about vaccination and learn more at nopneumonia.com. That's K-N-O-W pneumonia.com. Sponsored by Pfizer. News Radio 92.3 gets you live programming every day from 5 a.m. until 7 p.m. on News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. Yes, yes, I'm George, George McFly. I'm your density. like we're kind of in this vicinity so uh i have had a story on my list and uh, jake can attest to this i've had this like these leftover stories that i just don't manage to get into the show but they're 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 too good to throw away but they're not good enough to make it into the like top 18 things we talk about that day i i don't know why it just happened but this one has been on my list for a while and i just haven't had a place to talk about it and i want to talk about it now it's <laughs> the headline is this this is from the new york post so you know it's going to be weird I'm turning into a human cat. I had my first body modification at 11. 
Uh, yeah. An Italian woman has received a whopping 20 body modifications so that she can realize her dream of transitioning into a cat. As seen in videos amassing millions of views on TikTok and uh, uh, other places. The Rome resident's lifelong body modification binge began at age 11. First piercing and ear stretching. No, that's not so young for an ear piercing. Uh, I mean, you know, I didn't have girls, so I don't really speak too much about that. But, uh, you know, that's not that. I mean, it's young, but it's not that young. Uh, Five years later at 16, she had over 72 piercings like uh, Pinhead from Hellraiser. Uh, She's had over 20 body modifications, including, and this is, I mean, I just find all this stuff kind of punched nostrils, eight centimeter upper lip piercings, and a uh, 1.6 centimeter other piercing. Let's just, other, other. Uh, If that weren't extreme enough, the Roman also underwent a blepharoplasty. Cosmetic surgery to remove excess skin or fat from the eyelids. Has had 10 subdermal implants in both hands. And she's a kitty cosplayer. She got outfitted with four horns, six um, beads, (laughs) eyeball tattoos. And she's had um, some stuff removed. Uh, I just... I, and I'm looking at her. Did you have you seen this picture, Jake? I, I have not. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna. This is gonna be unpleasant for you, but I'm gonna show you a picture oh here gosh. first. Okay, oh here you go. Oh my gosh, girl, go. why, uh, girl? Oh gosh. Yeah. Oh. So. Oof. Mm. I think the one I can most easily describe is she's got a. I mean, she's got tattoos everywhere, piercings everywhere, and um, eyelid, eyeball changes, and she's got her tongue has been cut into almost three-quarters of the way back through it, so it's it's totally split time. She says, uh, through these body modifications, I feel free to stay true to myself regardless of what people think. They make me feel good, and that's what matters. Um, she says, procedures of any kind hurt a lot, but the pain is temporary and not a big deal to me. She explained, my understanding, see, I don't have tattoos, so I have to always be cautious about talking about this. Stuff. My understanding is that the pain of it is actually part of what hooks you on it. You kind of like the pain of it, mm-hmm. that that's actually a reward element to it, which I don't, I've never really understood uh, masochism or sadism, either one, never gotten that as a concept. And so, you know, I'm probably out for why I'm ever going to have them, but uh, I'm not. But uh, I read this story, saw these pictures and thought, I mean, is this like a mental disorder? Yes. You know, <laughs> is it, and is it, is it a problem of degree or is it a problem of kind? Right, because I just, I just, you know, just tell my own personal view. I try not to be too judgy on things like tattoos because I just have so many people that I know who have them and love them and whatever. And I just, I've never understood it. I've just never, I've always thought, you know, that's a permanent decision. Your body is what it is. I mean, whatever. Um, but she's not fundamentally different than somebody who gets one or two, right? Mm. I mean, is there a fundamental difference when you get to 15? And what makes 15 worse than 14, right? Is it a Zeno's paradox? Like, you go a little farther, is it fundamentally different, right? And, you know, I don't have an answer for this question because it all seems weird to me. 4, 3, 7, 16, 20. Jake's got traffic mm. on the fives, Jake. 
All right. Uh, I'm not seeing any major slowdowns or accidents to report to you at this time. Highway 98 east and westbound through Gulf Breeze and Navarre. No accidents reported there. Highway 90 coming out of Milton through Pace this morning. No slowdowns to tell you about. Highway 29 south through Cantonment is accident-free. And uh, here in town, Chase Street, Gregory Street, Garden Street, Palafox, all checking in clear. If you do see anything on the roadway slowing you down, you can always call or text our traffic tip line. That's 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. Here's another one that I uh, came across a little while back and I've been wanting to share with you. is A study indicates that drinking soda at a young age... By the way, somebody texted in and said underage body modification is just plain wrong because once they get it, I mean... Kind of that's going to mess them up for a long time. Yeah, and I'm the same way. I just don't think you ought to be doing it underage. Anyway, um, but then again, we allow for piercings. You know, yeah, I mean, our culture's kind of and other cultures, by the way, have lots of body modification in them. So you know, is this cultural imperialism to say is weird about? It? Anyway, uh, somebody uh, this study: two thousand children aged nine and ten suggested that regular soda consumption was associated with impaired impulse control and memory, and could even lead to substance abuse down the line. Children who consume sugary caffeinated sodas twice as likely to report having tried alcohol during follow-up intervention interviews the next year. Cognitive tests taken during the study revealed reduced activity in the anterior cingulate cortex region of the brain, also commonly seen in kids diagnosed with ADHD and people with substance abuse disorders. Meaning there's some kind of a connection apparently between soda, kids, brain development, cognitive capacity, and what you do in the future, you relating to alcohol and other things. Um, I there's there's a recent study came out talking about energy drinks particularly. Man, I, again, I, you know we're kind of in this vicinity of things Andrew just doesn't like. I, I don't like energy. I mean, they're powerful things, and I don't mean because somebody has died from them. I mean that's okay. I get that, but there's something about that that just makes me feel, ugh, you know, uncomfortable. The level of impact that they can have on your brain and neural activity and the how people get hooked on them and that kind of stuff. Uh, so I have I have questions about that. And I will tell you, I've never had one. Never. I don't intend to, but I drink coffee, you know, just not a ton of it, but I drink coffee. So anyway, uh, anyway, I guess it's uh, it's Andrew's uh, peculiarities day today is kind of what mm-hmm. it is. But I just think both those stories are kind of fascinating. Uh, future news, Trump. Trump going to, uh, is he going to be off the ballot or on the ballot after the Supreme Court's done? He's going to be on the ballot. Yeah, he's going to be on the ballot. Uh, whether through the legal reasons or through the practical problem of you really can't put him off the ballot and not have serious political and social repercussions of that, I think. Listen on air at 92.3, 95.3, and AM 1620. News Radio 92.3, WNRP, Golf Breeze, Milton, Pensacola.